You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with my husband, Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Here is episode 65. Why do I need a shop back? Before we get started on this episode, a short or not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, Neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed herein. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 20 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all solo podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley, and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist, and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon about mold and dealing with mold in your home at amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Steve Worsley. And if you're interested in scheduling a mold consultation over the phone consultation with Steve, you can be sure to find out more about those and his availability at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Episode of the Toxic Mold Podcast. Steve, we're talking about shop vacs today. Yep. Like, not the name brand shop vac, but that's what we all really call it like a wet dry vac. A wet dry vac. And it is already August. This year has flown by. Yeah. It kind of seems like a weird time of year to be talking about shop vacs for the purpose that we're going to talk about, but. Anyhow, this is just how we scheduled it. So. <laughs> so then let's let's talk about, I mean, most people understand what a wet dry vac is, but I think it's good to just explain to people the purpose of it. So the, you know, when we talk about the the shop vac, you'll, you'll call it wet dry vac. Because shop, shop vac is not sponsoring us, so <laughs> they should, but until well, they call, do, right. call it wet dry I vac. I just call it shop vac. Because we don't even use, I think one of our vacuums is that brand we use a different brand anyways because they're i think better and uh more economical but anyhow um you know it's just those vacuums that have that big canister and you you can pull them around they have all these different attachments on it it's not a vacuum you're going to use to vacuum your bedroom floors so it's a it's an industrial kind of style shop back to suck up spiders and all sorts of stuff Okay, well, that's definitely sucking up spiders is good. I think if I saw a mouse, I'd probably try it on a mouse. But well, it probably won't. It wouldn't do that. <laughs> they have uh, they have filters on them, so um, yeah, the mouse wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, but I'd kill it. We just throw it outside, and let the birds come take it away. Yeah, that's true. But we do, you know. Speaking of like spiders, you know, people that don't have mates to come clean their homes, some of us have to sh- to vacuum up in the corners by the ceilings and. You know, there's a lot of times that's where the cobwebs are. So they're kind of handy for that kind of stuff. You know, we break ours out quite often to do that and to do baseboards. But 
put in the oven. That's true. So why should, I mean, make the connection between mold and shop facts. Why should people have them at home? Well, so we obviously, as mold mitigation specialists, we use them for different purposes, for cleaning, obviously. And we actually, for, for cleaning up mold, we, we use, um, we don't even call them a shop vac. We use HEPA vacs. So we use totally different, a lot more expensive kind of uh, vacuum. But when, when we're talking about mold and shop vacs for our listeners, we're talking about they should have one for several reasons. You know, we talked about spiders, but the main reason that we want to talk about it and I recommend it is for any moisture intrusion events. So um, if you get a nicer brand, you can actually hook uh, you can hook a hose, um, to the bottom of the shop back. And so you can run that hose outside and just keep sucking water up. Uh, do keep in mind though, um, for those of you that are like me and don't read the directions, um, when you use a wet dry vac for wet stuff, you have to pull that filter off of it. So, <laughs> or it won't work, but that's the reason that, you know, we're talking about it is it's very handy to have, you know, if you, if you have any sort of moisture intrusion event to get rid of the water. Okay. So definitely it's something that you would say most homeowners should have as in their home. Right. Yep. And I, we've done episodes before, like of important things you should have in your home. And that was one of them. But like I said, for us, you know, it's just a lot easier than all of us have dealt with a moisture intrusion event, a water pipe breaking or whatnot, and you end up having to use all these towels, and it's just a lot easier if you have a shop vac that, you know, you can just suck up the water and get rid of it. Now, I'm going to ask you a different kind of question, because I'm thinking of a flood in your basement, and it's flooding, and you walk downstairs and you find it still flooding. Before you grab the shop, well, first of all, I'm worried about electrocution, while it's still flooding in the basement. So before you find the shop vac, you probably should go find out where the water is coming in from. Stop that. And then if you have a flooded basement, like up to your ankles, do you use the shop vac for that? Well, no, because like you said, electrocution, but you can have that problem with anything. You'd use more for something like that. You could use a shop vac. Okay. Just make sure it's on dry ground, you know, like the stairs. Um, but the, you know... For me, and I call it a trash pump. Some people call it a um, a uh, submersible pump, a transfer pump. You can call it whatever you want. But those, you hook a hose actually on the inlet side, the suction side. Okay. And then you hook a hose to the outlet side, so that's the discharge side. So you could hook a hose to it, put the hose in the water, and then the pump still stays out of the water. So, but you could use a shop vac for that. Uh, You just make sure that the vacuum's not in the water. But going back to your question, you know, we talk about this quite often with mold mitigation. We will not do a mold mitigation product or project if we haven't figured out what's, what's causing it. So the same thing before you go grab your shop vac and start sucking water up. Well, if there's two of you, one of you can probably go do that. The other person needs to figure out where it's coming from and shut it off. So, you know, we've talked about, and maybe we don't talk about it enough, we've talked about it before that people, the occupants of the home should know where the valves are to shut water off. Like, do you know where to shut our main water off? I do over here, yeah. And for us, we're on a well. So you can just kill the breaker, which... Obviously, the well pump shuts down, or you know that there's a, a valve right behind the washer and dryer in the laundry room. Yeah. So, 
that's an important thing, you know, when we're talking about that, that, you know, those of you that are listening, you know, grab your significant other or your roommates or children and say, hey, if something were to happen, here's where you shut the water off. That way they know. I mean, heaven forbid that, you know, your kids are at home and, and something goes awry and they don't know how to shut it off. And if it's a major issue, by the time they get you on the phone, you could have a pretty massive moisture intrusion event. So if people know where to shut it off, that's a lifesaver. It's a good thing. Know where to shut off the water and figure out where the source of the water is coming from before you start exactly. backing away. Yeah, make sure, just because you brought that up, make sure you're not like standing in the middle of your basement holding a shop back. You're going to get electrocuted. Exactly. So, <laughs> so make sure you're, you know, using the proper precautions because because when we talk about that, and I'm glad you brought it up, like I don't envision something like that. Like I'm thinking of something like, um, you know, your kids overfilled the tub or the sink's overflowing and mm-hmm. or there's a water leak below the sink. Do you see what I mean? Or, or something happens, so you just suck that up. Not when I think about it, I'm not envisioning someone standing in well, water. Well, that's why I asked the question, because right. I'm thinking, are, are there battery-powered shop vacs out there? There are, okay. but those are small. Okay, they're small. Okay. But still, you know, you still, still electrical. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Now, we're not going to go into specific brands of shop vacs, but what are what are they rated by? What are people looking for if they're going to go to Home Depot or Lowe's or somewhere and purchase one? So if you go to, you know, your local hardware stores, you know, the... They're rated by gallons, which is typically how many gallons of water it can hold. Ironically, most people don't use them for water. And then they, they rate them by horsepower. So your smaller one's going to be like a two gallon. Your big ones are going to be like a 30 gallon. Um, and so, you know, for our homeowners, just somebody not like us, we have the big ones, obviously, because that's what we need. But for a normal homeowner, you probably would only need like a 10 gallon. It's, it's not huge. You know, it's, it's not the size of your, your garbage can, but it's, you know, a little smaller and it's something that's handier that you can use. Now, one thing I would make sure of if you, if you consistently have issues, obviously you, you know, say your crawl space always has water in it. This, a, a shop vac's not going to do any good. Okay. But make sure you do get one that's big enough that if you were going to have to suck water up, that you could get enough water in there that, that it, it, it's helping. Meaning, a little two-gallon one's not going to do much good. Okay. So, But remember, before you suck the water up, take that, that filter off. You, you know, you'll pop the cover off of it. You've seen it. Yeah. We have to clean them all the time with mold projects. Make sure you take that cloth filter off of there, otherwise it won't work. So, and what about horsepower? What well, the horsepower is usually, it's, it correlates with the gallon. Oh, it does? Yeah. So, okay. okay. So, if you have a 10-gallon, it's probably going to be like four horsepower. Oh, okay. If you have a one-gallon, it's going to be like a three-quarter horsepower, if that makes sense. So, so you're just going, so if you get a 10-gallon, more than likely it's going to be four horsepower. Yeah. Well, or higher or lower, I don't know for sure. I don't, yeah. for the most part, I don't pay that much attention to the horsepower, because unlike a sump pump, a sump pump, we care what the horsepower is. Because a sump pump is just sucking water. Yeah. It's not transferring water into a container. Mm-hmm. Whereas a shop vac is. So we care about gallons versus horsepower. Got it. How much it can hold. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. like I said, you can hook a hose to the bigger ones, and it doesn't matter how many gallons it is. And then you could say, well, yeah, horsepower matters in that situation. But 
for a shot back, it's just, you know, I don't know, like I said, the exact uh, horsepowers, but like, let's just say a, a 10 gallon is a four and a half horsepower. So if you're going to get a 20 gallon, it's going to be nine horsepower. But does that make sense? That the does. horsepower, I don't really care about when we're talking about a shot back. Mostly the gallon. Yep. So what do you, what, what is your call to action for people now that they've heard how handy a shop vac can be in terms of dealing with moisture intrusion events? Well, we talk about it all the time. Go to our website and, uh, click on the, uh, you, you maintain that, but is it a tab? Yes, it's a okay. tab. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, um, our listeners know I'm not the most tech techie kind of person so i mean i go to the website but anyhow there's a tab you'll click on you can you can book a consultation um you know if you were to have a moisture intrusion event there would be a perfect time to 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 book a consultation that way i can walk you through hey did you check this this and this have you done this this and that so so go book a consult you know we're always trying to plug that along with books and everything else so go get a consult done Awesome. CNCContractorServices.com. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Prevent toxic mold exposure before it gets in your home. Download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist. Again, download Steve's free mold investigation checklist at tinyurl.com forward slash CNC mold checklist.